This podcast was sponsored by Mutual Insurance Company of Arizona. MICA is the exclusive provider of medical professional liability coverage for the Maricopa County Medical Society. For more information about MICA, call 602-956-5276 or visit mica-insurance.com. RX Security has over 30 years experience printing tamper-resistant prescription pads and EHR paper that is Medicaid and state compliant. To prescribe safely, visit rxsecurity.com. That's rxsecurity.com. Hello, this is Dr. Ann Maiden. I'm a board-certified pediatrician that has been practicing for almost 10 years. I have worked at a federally qualified health center and more recently through different telemedicine platforms. I'm also the vice chair of pediatrics at Midwestern University's Arizona College of Osteopathic Medicine. And I'd like to welcome you to the Arizona Physician Podcast. But the other side of it is I know my patients. They're my neighbors. They're kids that I was there when they were born. They're, you know, kids I coached on swim team. They're the people I go to church with. It's such a different aspect of medicine, and I love it. Welcome to the Arizona Physician Podcast. My name is Edward Araujo, Managing Editor of Arizona Physician Magazine, and your host for this episode. Today, our discussion will be how to increase the number of physicians practicing rural medicine through the Longitudinal Integrated Clerkships, or LICs. Judith Hunt, MD, is our guest today. Dr. Hunt is currently a med-peds physician at Ponderosa Family Care in Payson, Arizona. She specializes and is board certified in adolescent medicine, internal medicine, and pediatrics. She received her medical degree from the University of Arizona College of Medicine in Tucson and has practiced for over 25 years. Dr. Hunt is also site director for the University of Arizona's Medical Rural Longitudinal Clerkship Program in Payson. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Hunt. Hey, from Payson. Hey, thank you, Edward, for asking me to come on this podcast today. This is a really a privilege and a joy. Uh, Dr. Hunt, could you begin by telling us why you chose Payson, Arizona to practice medicine? I grew up in a, a small town. In fact, I grew up in a town that had more cows than people. I grew up with incredible people that were very hardworking and very stoic um, when it came to any kind of uh, medical condition. I knew somehow or another that the people that I I grew up with and loved um, deserved better medical care than what was offered to us. We were uh, about an hour from a hospital and that can be an incredibly long hour, especially in the winter and with snow also, when you have a sick child, it's a very long hour. So um, I knew I was going to be a solution to that problem. I wanted to be a rural physician. I joined the Coast Guard in order to have the money to go to medical school. Okay. Ultimately, did my uh, med school in Tucson, my residency in Phoenix at Good Sam Phoenix Children's. And it was there that... Uh, one of my attendings brought me up to Payson and basically he said, this is where you're going to practice. And Dr. Bergeson was right. So what do you feel have um, been some of your triumphs and challenges as well along your medical journey in rural Arizona? I think probably to describe the, the 
joy in medicine to take care of four generations of families. I love it when I have great grandma, grandma, mom, and baby in the room at the same time. Oh, wow. And being able to take care of um, this group of women that are incredibly strong Mm -hmm. and um, know that I'm part of their family. I've had the privilege and honor to be invited into their family. Mm -hmm. I love it when my teenagers bring their boyfriends back from college to meet me. Like (laughs) they want um, my acceptance or my okay. And often these are teenagers that just struggled through to get them through high school and then get them accepted into college because that's not always um, expected in a rural area. So having the girls bring back their boyfriends for me to meet, is, it's just really fun. I was part of a, th- a group of us that were three doctors that started the Payson Christian Clinic for the uninsured in Payson. We have now had 16,000 visits for people who are uninsured and underinsured. And that's been a blast. It's just been amazing to watch our medical community come together and make sure that everyone has care, regardless of whether they have insurance or not. I have to put in here, though, as part of my triumphs, as you think about this, and Mm -hmm. this is obviously not just me, but raising an amazing daughter in a rural area is... uh, it is a, it's an amazing triumph for me um, to be able to watch her grow up in a rural area with the horses and the animals and 4-H and FFA. And um, I just love the fact that who she is, is, um, you know, a woman that re-embraces being in um, Payson, Arizona. That's great. So do you attribute the fact that you moved there and practice medicine there, or just the fact that it's a rural setting that helped her blossom into, you know, the person she is now? I purposely, uh, purposely wanted uh, Jordan to grow up in a rural area because that's what I knew as Mm -hmm. a child. She, uh, you know, she had absolutely no privacy in town. Um, Mm -hmm. because everybody knew her. So if she wanted to sneak off and do something, people would (laughs) tell me. Um, They, you know, everybody knew her, but she really experienced that it takes a village to make, raise an amazing adult. I get that. But I do think that the rural, the rural aspect is um, so much part of her. She recognizes that the interplay um, between uh, our environment and the people and the close, the closeness of relationships, you know, having the horses brings in a whole different element of being adopted into the community because we're definitely a horse community, mm-hmm. you know, going through together, going through the, the wildfires, going through the snowstorms, going through everything. I, you know, I've watched Jordan have a, an appreciation of what it really means to be part of a community that works and, and loves together. That's great to hear. After the break, we'll discuss Dr. Hunt's passion for helping medical students find their way to rural medicine. Thank you for listening to this episode, and please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. MICA was founded in 1976 by doctors for doctors 
and remains the leading provider of medical liability protection in Arizona. MICA is the exclusive provider of coverage for Maricopa County Medical Society. Contact MICA today to learn more about the benefits of being with a physician-led and policyholder-owned insurance company. Call 602-956-5276 or visit our website, mica-insurance.com. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Arizona Physician Podcast. We are joined by Dr. Judith Hunt of the Ponderosa Family Care in Payson, Arizona. Uh, Dr. Hunt, uh, sometimes getting more seasoned physicians to practice in rural medicine can be hard. What incentives do you see or recommend uh, should be given or made available to physicians to go practice rural health? You know, that's just a wonderful question to ask because rarely do I have the opportunity to, to um, give my opinion on this subject, even though it's very uh, dear to my heart. I've been given the opportunity when, as we were creating the LIC, to talk to different states as to their emphasis on rural medicine and how to get doctors out into rural areas. Some of the states, um, you know, have developed some more robust loan repayment programs, which really help to um, attract people to rural areas. The problem is with the loan repayment is, is often it's asked for from the beginning of medical school when people don't necessarily know what they want to choose. So the loan repayments that they're talking about are loan repayments that really are more for residents. Um, they're offered in residency to pay off their medical school, but they're, they're offered to them as residents. Another um, incentive is state um, income tax credits. Okay. Um, there's many states in the Southwest that give um, income tax, state income tax credits so that there's a um, lessening of the financial burden that is there in living in a rural area. I think one of my favorite ones is mm -hmm. uh, a couple of states have um, a pool of locums physicians that are credentialed in order to fill in for vacations or sick coverage in rural areas. So these are often doctors who may be newly retired or are just working part-time mm -hmm. that are credentialed. And so there's a pool for the state so that rural areas can pull in for when they need help with a, a doctor being sick or gone. Okay. The not having any backup is huge and it's an okay. incredible burden. So for to have the state set up something that can um, support the rural physician makes it, it's like we're not alone. So that leads us to the, our next question. Can you tell us through your experience um, why rural medicine has a difficult time recruiting graduating medical students and or young physicians? You know, it's, it's the, uh, the age old question and we always are looking for the answer of it. Mm -hmm. But if people haven't grown up in a rural area, they find themselves attracted because of stories or attracted because of the things in the media as to what it looks like to practice in a rural area. Mm -hmm. But the truth of it is, is that rural medicine is a specialty. And in order to feel good in a specialty, in order to be competent in a specialty, there has to be training in that specialty. Without having the rotations, both in medical school and residency in the rural area, that means that we're graduating a resident mm -hmm. and putting them in a place where they've had no training. Mm 
and that's scary. And that leads to having physicians only come for what their loan repayment is and look for an opportunity to leave as soon as possible. There's also a, go ahead. And I'm sorry. And how long is that? Loan repayment is usually uh, two years. Um, the, The doctors that come to Payson. So they come for their two years, but they're looking for another job to go to as soon as their two years are up. I see. We could talk about this forever, but I, again, it's, it's more of an issue of that coming to a rural area is a true commitment of the family as well. So having the medical student or the resident be sold on wanting to move to a rural area, raise their kids in a rural area is one thing, but often that medical student or the resident um, marries during their training. Mm-hmm. And now we have another person that needs to be sold on going to a rural area. And that, mm-hmm. that also is a place where we lose applicants and rightly so, because it, it's a commitment to coming to a rural area. It's a commitment in coming to the lifestyle, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the, the fact that there is not as many physicians, there's not the specialists that are available. There's also, it's a small town. And so everybody knows our lives. There's a short, a short list of places we can hide in town. <laughs> um, but the other side of it is I know my patients, they're my neighbors, they're mm-hmm. kids that I was there when they were born. They're, you know, kids I coached on swim team. For the people I go to church with, it's such a different aspect of medicine, and I love it. That leads us to the Rural Health Longitudinal Integrated Clerkship Program. As the LIC Director in Payson, can you give us some background on the program and how it's facilitated in Payson under your leadership? This is an exciting um, project and program to talk about. The LIC program that we have in Payson with uh, UA. P is the first one in the Southwest. The uh, LIC concept is not new in the United States. University of Washington and University of Minnesota, they've been doing it for many years. I mean, like close to 40 years. So this is not new. They developed these programs for rural areas so that students and residents can come and spend a great portion of their training in the rural area. And it's done by a different perspective of medical school training, and that's competency-based rather than block-based. So all of the rotations are all being done at the same time. And it's a threaded program so that it's competency-based, patient-based, relationally-based, Um, training for their their third year. What University of Washington and Minnesota found is, is not only did the students do much better in scoring on every outcome they needed, but they had a greater percentage that returned back to their their rural sites. And it's because they developed a relationship with the the physicians, with the people, with um, the community. And when they returned, they returned because they chose that place. They weren't returning to what they imagined in their mind a practice would look like in that community. I see. That makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. And it's also, as um, an educator, 
it's so fun because I see the connections being made. So one of the examples that I give, Edward, is um, a patient with a gallbladder that comes into the ER. So the student is able to take care of this patient, help diagnose the bad gallbladder, go to the OR with the surgeon, follow this patient on the floor to the discharge, go to the follow-up appointments with the primary care and the surgeon. And so just in that one patient, they have, you know, they've done multiple different competencies from multiple different rotations, but they remember this patient. They will always remember how this looked. And watching our students begin to have those um, hooks to put information on, all of a sudden we can see their enthusiasm for medicine. They can see how all those building blocks that they have are finally going together and it's allowing them to begin to provide exceptional care for their patients. Can you share any other anecdotes or feedback that the medical students have had during the program? I think for, um, for me, having the students um, up here becomes one of the, those times in medicine where the relationship is even more than just as an attending and the students become part of our lives up here. And when they leave um, and they, you know, say, can, can I just come back to visit or can I keep calling you? Or um, I feel like this is home. I feel like, I feel like I've been home this year. And I've had students who've called me back and say, I really miss, I miss being home. You know, can I come up this weekend? I think having that con continued connection, it's just, it's a joy. Um, because how many times um, did I have that when I had the students just as a block? Having them up here for the longer period of time, we really get to know each other's lives. The funnest thing I think also is the fact that they, again, they want to bring their parents. They want to bring, you know, their, their, their significant others. They just want to bring up. And when they give that tour of Payson, mm -hmm. it's with this ownership that this is, this is where I am. This is what I do. This is, you know, this is where I live. And um, there's a, there's an, an ownership uh, when they are showing um, pacing off to their to their parents, and that makes all of us smile. Well, that's great to hear. Uh, I want to thank uh, Dr. Judith Hunt for joining us on this episode of the Arizona Physician Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about the LIC program, please email Dr. Hunt at judithahunt at email.arizona.edu, or you can call her practice at 928-978-3143. We would like to thank this episode's sponsors, Micah and RX Security. And finally, we want to thank you for joining us, and we hope you press that subscribe button on whichever platform you enjoy listening to the podcast. Founded in 1892, Maricopa County Medical Society is a strong, collective physician voice. Thank you for listening to the Arizona Physician Podcast.